It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today we're going to tackle the movie Creed 3. So... Creed is one of those movies that, well, I guess the series, like Creed 1 and Creed 2, I really did enjoy those movies, but it's one of those types of movies that you watch once and you really never watch again. I don't know if you have have different movies like that in your life, but they're not bad movies. They're just not rewatchable in my opinion, and it's just, you know, I've seen them on TV. I'll see if I can get into it. But I just really can't. I mean, I watch them, I enjoy them, but for some reason, they just don't stick to me. Unlike the Rocky movies in the past. And I think a lot of it has to do with we have more options nowadays. You know, back in the 80s, when Rocky was at its peak, we didn't have as many viewing options. So you will rewatch the same thing over and over and over again to the point to where you can still watch them today. Whereas movies today seem to not really jump out at you. Like you'll watch it one time and be like, okay, now on to the next thing because there's just so many viewing options in today's world. So I'm not going to say anything bad about the movie because I enjoyed both Creed 1 and Creed 2. And then we have Creed 3. So in Creed 3, Michael B. Jordan is back and this is his directorial debut. So he's finally directing movies now. He has his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So he's really becoming that superstar and also becoming that superstar is Jonathan Majors who joins the cast as Damon or Damien is it Damon or Damien I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, Damien <laughs> as the name so uh, he comes back as Damien Anderson a childhood friend of Michael B. Jordan's who ends up getting locked up for 18 years gets out and decides he wants to get what's owed to him in one way or another um, of course, Tessa Thompson um, returns, Felicia Rashad returns, and a host of other different people. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump into the story. So if you haven't seen it yet, I'm going to talk spoilers here. So just FYI. So the movie basically starts with a young Creed and a young uh, Damien in a boxing match showing that uh, Damien was actually an up and coming uh, Golden Gloves winner. He was doing well and he had dreams of basically winning the title and becoming the world champion well that was derailed after uh creed goes to a corner store and ends up <laughs> seeing a guy named leon that used to physically abuse him and damien back in the group home when they were younger and he snaps and ends up fighting the guy the guys people try to get him off of him uh, damien gets out the car pulls the gun backs him up the police pull up at the right opportunity creed ends up running away damien is caught and he spends 18 years in prison so that's 
basically the past. Now, they showed that kind of broken up throughout the entire movie. So I just gave you the whole scene right then and there just to start it off. And now we move into the present time where Creed is basically retired. He did his final fight against the guy he lost to in the first one. Um, I can't remember his name. But anyways, he's retired now. He's running a gym now with Avon Barksdale and their new champion. I guess that's under his promotion. And they're trying to get him in shape for the fight with Drago. Drago's son, rather. And that's basically the gist of it. So he's really on top of the world. He has the world champion under his wing. And he's, you know, ruling the boxing world with the gym and everything. And everything's going fine with him and his wife. They have the daughter, as you remember, in Creed 2. She's deaf, so they, you know, do a lot of sign language in the movie. So if you're a person who doesn't like to read subtitles, well, you have no choice because a lot of it is in sign language whenever he's communicating with his daughter, which is a sweet thing. I did enjoy that part of it. Anyways, um, Damien gets out of jail, obviously tracks him down, and you've seen it in the trailer where he's leaning on his car. They kind of reunite. And the one thing about that situation is you could tell that Creed was never comfortable whenever Damien was around. Him and Damien were old friends and they were catching up and talking, but it was just an uneasiness. And I credit Michael B. Jordan for that because you really see that there's something wrong with the situation. And as the story goes on, you kind of get bits and pieces more of the situation that happened that I already described when they were younger. But you can tell that there was really something wrong with them um, throughout the entire interaction. So anyways, Damien and Creed, they have lunch or dinner, whatever it was. And Damien says he wants a title shot because he never got his chance. Now, keep in mind, Damien is older than Creed. Creed retired because he felt he was getting old. So Damien's older than him. And... You know, he doesn't want to turn him down because he feels guilty about leaving him um, when he was younger and not really keeping up with him. But they finagle their way into it. Um, it's kind of crazy how they did it. So Drago and the champion, they're going to have a title bout and they're at this release party and they're taking pictures and all that. And somebody attacks Drago, which Damien set up, which was predictable. And so now they're left without a fighter to fight the champion and Creed suggests go ahead and letting um, Damien fight, which well, I'll get to that in here in a second. Now, Avon Barksdale was against it, um, but they did it anyway. And of course, Damien wins. He tells Creed afterwards that I don't need you anymore. You know, I've done everything that I came out to do. I just used you to get the title shot and you soft and blah, 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 talking trash. And for some reason, Creed decides that he needs to settle this in the ring. And they, of course, the two fight at the end. It was a good fight. At the end, of course, Creed wins. And the two kind of forgive each other for past transgressions in the final moments of the movie. Now, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that happened too, but that's pretty much the gist of the entire story. Now, there's some things I do like about this. First of all, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, you can really tell how he filmed this. And I'm going to talk about the final fight scene because the final fight scene, I think, was brilliant. I loved how they filmed it. Um, you can tell that Creed, the entire trilogy, has great fight scenes. You know, Rocky's fight scenes were more... They weren't good. You know, you could see on the camera that they're basically punching air. 
and they never really punched, you know, anywhere but headshots for the most part. But in the Creed series, you see a lot of missed punches. You see a lot of um, actual boxing. They really try to make it look as authentic as possible, even though the shots landed are, you know, they land a lot more shots than a typical boxer would. But the way that it was filmed, and I'll talk about a couple scenes here, when they were in the corner and they were kind of looking at each other as their young counterparts, I thought was brilliant. And then when they took out the crowd and just had those two in the ring fighting each other, showing their reactions and things like that, I thought that was genius. I thought that it was, you can tell that the way it was filmed, these two guys were focused on each other. Like all the crowd noise and all the instructions from the corner, it went away. It was just a blank stadium. And I thought that was brilliant because you showed how focused these guys were with each other. They didn't care about anything else that was happening on the outside. And I thought that was a brilliant decision by Michael B. Jordan to shoot that fight that way. It was awesome. Um, the acting was superb throughout the movie. There wasn't anything that was just ridiculously bad. I thought the acting was great. I did have a couple problems with the storyline, which I'll get here in a moment. But the acting with... Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson's Jonathan Majors, Wood Harris, Felicia Rashad, uh, Myla Davis-Kent as the daughter. Awesome. I had no issues with any of the acting. I mean, they really did sell the story. I also liked the childhood trauma that Creed was going through. And that's why I kind of mentioned it. He felt uneasy every time he talked to Damien because he's reminded of that time and what happened. It was something traumatic. And I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed the part with him and uh, Bianca trying to work through their marriage with this. Like Creed was really just didn't want to talk about any of this type of stuff. And if you notice, his entire mood changed throughout the movie. He's on top of the world when we first meet up with him. But then this concerns him because he felt guilty about not following up with his partner in prison. And we find out that. Um, Damien said he sent some letters to his mom's house, but Creed said he never got them and he didn't um, come to find out that his mother was hiding the letters because she didn't want him to fall back into that type of lifestyle. But I, you know, I really didn't agree with her with that. I mean, the guys in jail, he, she should have, I don't know. I just thought holding those letters were just ridiculous. I mean, he was going to turn out the way he was anyway. I don't see a how him keeping in touch with his friend was going to ruin his life, but mothers know best, I guess. So, and um, Felicia Rashad's character died in the movie, so we lost her, and she gave a great performance once again. I mean, anything Felicia Rashad is just excellent, she can't do no wrong, in my opinion. Um, definitely a veteran actor holding on that scene, and then the really Adonis Creed and her last moments, I think, were brilliant as well. Um, but, yeah, they had some really good moments. The fight scenes were great. The training scenes were great. Uh, they really did have some great moments in this movie. Now, there are a couple of things that I did not like or just found outright stupid. So, let's talk about those. <laughs> so, the first thing I found stupid. So, Damien gets out of prison. He meets up with Creed. And the first thing he asks him... He wants a shot at the title. Okay, I don't know. I'm and I'm not a you know a boxing 
specialist or anything like that, but I don't even think that's you can do that. <laughs> I don't think he can have his first fight as a professional be a title shot because I think you have to be ranked to in order to get those titles, at least in my opinion, because I remember in the great white hype and of course that it was a comedy, so you can't really take what they did as uh, you know scripture. But one of the things is he had to have the guy ranked in one of the categories in the top five of the categories in order to give him a title shot. And he ended up paying people to get that done. And it just seems to me they didn't do that. They just threw him in the ring was like, hey, okay, we're going to put this guy in here. Now they, you know, they lost their main fighter. Um, opponent, so they had no choice but to if they wanted to keep the date and everything, which Creed was trying to do. So this was a shot that he ended up getting Damien in there to have the fight, and I just thought that was weird. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. It should have been an exhibition fight, but I don't think you can actually put the titles on the line. And, and I may be wrong. If I'm wrong, just let me know in the comments. But. I thought that was a stupid request, and I thought the way that they allowed that to happen was stupid as well. Also, I did not like the villain change by uh, Damien after he won the title. And I understand the dude was probably trying to play Creed the entire time to reach his dream. I get all that. But he just went from, you know, just one way to just a straight criminal. So you remember Charlie's Angels movie. Uh, the one with Drew Barrymore and the little nerd guy had the turn to be the villain, which I thought was like one of the highlights of the film. He played the Marvin Gaye music and it was just so crazy that they revealed that he was the villain. He just made a whole 180 change. Well, that's what this was only without the fanfare. It wasn't as good. And he just went to just a super villain. I guess he played one in the Ant-Man movie, but he just went from zero to 60 you know, he's out there hanging out with people with guns now. And this is like literally right after the match. I'm like, bruh, how did you get all that together? Then you had your boy that you were in prison with injured Drago. And I'm trying to figure out why would he do that? I mean, these dudes are loyal to him because he's going back to jail. His face is all plastered on the TV. You're going back to jail. And I don't know that it was just a very strange turn of events. So, you know, that happened. It was just crazy. And then, of course, he tells Creed, um, Damien does, that I'm coming for it all. Like he's trying to take everything. And Creed's like, what's that supposed to mean? And, you know, they kind of went their separate ways with that. And I'm thinking to myself, why is Creed threatened by this? Dude, you got so much money. You have everything you want and I guess Damien was just kind of you know talking trash in the media about him and things like that but if I had that type of money I would not care about that I know they had to figure out a way to get these two to fight each other but you can talk all the noise you want I'm rich okay there's nothing you're gonna be able to do you know he wasn't gonna be able to sustain that championship and that's another thing about this was this the only fight that he had because they really didn't show him, you know, fighting anybody else. I'm talking about Damien here. And then the next scene when Creed is basically on TV trying to goad him into challenge, accepting a challenge, um, Damien is in the house that looks nice. I'm talking about a L.A. house. And I don't know where he would have got all that money. Yeah, he, he might have gotten 
few people to front him some money since he's the world champ. But yeah, that's a he was in a pretty expensive house. That house probably was at least around twenty five million. It looks like this house that was the uh, billionaire lottery guy just bought. I just saw on a Facebook article recently. It looks like that house, and he paid twenty five million dollars for that house. So your boy, unless he had some fights between winning the title and you know when we saw him again which they never showed how the hell did he get that house (laughs) and i get it you know you get endorsements things like that but i just thought that he kind of went from living in a little crappy apartment to a 25 plus million dollar house and we didn't see anything like they should have showed his boxing record like he's 10 and 0 or well i guess it would have been too long but maybe he's 3 and 0 or something just show how he got that money other than he's the champion i mean you know that's a lot of money but anyways so yeah i didn't really care for that and then at the end of the movie after he'd lost they basically talked it over and just were friends again everything's cool i'm like uh I don't know. It it just seemed like they manufactured a reason for him to fight. And then after he was humbled, it was just like, you know, he forgives him for all his transgressions in the past. And I'm like, I don't know. That just didn't seem right to me. At least that, you know, just the storyline purposes. And everything's cool between them. And even Creed tells Damien at the end, you know, you know where to find me if you need anything. It's just like, okay, so... What was all that? You know, all the bad blood. The man used you to get what he wanted. He mistreated you. He punched you. He didn't even show up at your mama's funeral. I kept wanting to see that because if he would have showed up at his mama's funeral, you could say, okay, maybe there is some good in him. But he didn't show up for the mama's funeral or anything like that. So I don't know. It just was very strange to me. Um, I don't know. It was just, <laughs> it was just weird. Just their whole dynamic and the reason why they fought and then how they still are friends after all that. So I didn't really care for that part too much. Oh, and one other thing I forgot to mention, um, Myla Davis Kent, who played the deaf daughter of Creed and Bianca. I actually liked her. I thought she was magnificent in the movie. I don't know if she's, you know, really deaf in real life i'd have to look that up because i don't know much about her but i thought she played a nice role for such a young actress and when she was throwing punches she was throwing some real like legit boxing punches they weren't just like little girl punches and you know her father was like oh yeah you know that's good no she was throwing some real straight jabs to the middle and i'm talking about movement when she got in a fight in the school that was so funny because she threw a straight jab bang i'm like goodness yeah that that was you know i thought she played an excellent role i wanted i think she was a standout so i wanted to circle back to that and talk about her um but yeah the the movie was good it was fun it was entertaining just like the other creed movies just like i mentioned now will i watch it again probably not um i i just (laughs) again it's one of those movies that okay it was entertaining but you know i can move on with life was it how would I rank it with the other three? I really couldn't tell you because, again, I've only watched Creed 1. I may have watched twice. Creed 2, I've only watched once. And then this one, I've only watched once. So I guess based on that dynamic, Creed 1, 
would be the best one still. And it'll be based on Creed 2 and 3, which, you know, is what it is. And this is also the first one that didn't have Rocky in there. Now, I didn't like the fact that they really didn't mention Rocky or say what's going on with Rocky. Maybe they didn't want to because they're going to do another one and he joins back. I don't know. I, I really wish they would have said what was going on with Rocky, why he wasn't there. I mean, I understand Sylvester Stallone didn't want to do the film or what have you, and that's fine. But at least mention what's Rocky doing. I mean, this is literally the Rocky series continuation, and they didn't mention anything. It was just strange that Rocky was in his life for both of those movies. He was a big influence in him, and he really just didn't mention Rocky at all. Like, Rocky's gone. At least say, if Rocky's not coming back, say Rocky died or something. Just give us an update on what's going on with Rocky. They didn't do any of that, so it is what it is. Um, but, you know, like I said, this was a good movie. It was entertaining. I don't know if I'd watch it again. I think I like the fact that Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan are stars that are just blowing things up, especially Jonathan Majors, because he's in the Ant-Man movie, which also is still in theaters. So he has two blockbuster movies out right now, and he's just killing the game. Michael B. Jordan has a blockbuster movie out, and he's also directing now. So I'm happy to see these guys really flourish in Hollywood because, you know, we're getting old. A lot of the stars that we used to watch, you know, we used to watch Denzel Washington. He's getting old. Uh, Will Smith is out there slapping people. So we actually have good actors out there looking to take their place and make their mark. Good black male actors. I'm being specific. And so I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to see that Hollywood is accepting them and they are basically the future of at least for black male actors. And then, you know, we have other people coming up too, but I'm just happy to see that these guys are out there doing their thing and they're getting appreciated for it because they were both exceptional in this film. So what are your thoughts on Creed 3? Did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, if you want to hit me up and check out some of my work, you can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. This month's feature book is Between Wives, which is actually doing pretty well thus far. So if you're into a psychological thriller, check out Between Wives, available on my website right now. It's your boy Enigma signing off. Deuces.